Hey, and we're back! Whoa, hello. Yay. Welcome. We left your father, we're back. I think that deserves a high five. High five for Tim. High five, Charles. Mm. That was rubbish, Charles. High five, Tim. That was rubbish. There we go. Hey! Good job, everyone. I wanted to start with a story that I've already told you, but it's a story I heard recently that actually had me on the floor with laughter. Um, as you know, since we last recorded, Pancake Day has been. And I'm sure a lot of people enjoy Pancake Days had their pancake. There was one guy that didn't enjoy, and his uh, lady friend, who didn't enjoy Pancake Day quite as much as the rest of us. Basically, this couple walks into casualty. The guy having his... Uh, Man part, shall we say? The meat to his two veg, hanging on by a thread, pretty much. Just hanging there, not attached really, except for a little flap of skin that's holding it in place uh-huh. as it dangles. How uh-huh. cringy. Yeah, every guy listening kind of retreated back going, Meow! They will even more later. Um, and the uh, girl in question had a burn on the top of her head and two big bumps where she'd been smacked, and light concussion. What had happened was they were making pancake, as you do on pancake day. As most people don't, however, whilst he was cooking the pancakes, she was gratifying him orally. Um, which distracted him a little bit. So as he went to flip the pancake, he missed catching it in the pan, and it landed on her head, burning the back of her head. Oh. Meaning that she then... As a reaction, bites down (laughs) and almost clean through and won't let go from the pain of it. And the only way he could get her to let go was to use the frying pan that didn't catch the pancake to whack her twice across the head. (laughs) 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 It's that little pause where you realise just how painful that must have been. An enjoyable story, I thought, all around. So, on to our first topic. It's one you thought of ages ago. Yeah. Would you like to explain it? Tell the story of why you thought of it? Yeah, um, it's all to do with uh, train announcements. And uh, it started off as heading back to London and um, standing on Brighton Station. And on the screen, came up a sign. Describe Brighton Station first. Brighton Station, first of all, is a terminus station. So not many trains go through Brighton Station. They tend to, you know, stop. And come out again. And <laughs> there being no track to go through, you'd end up in the fucking sea. Yeah, exactly. So I'm standing at Brighton Station, and I'm trying to get the train to London, Victoria. So up on the stream, on the platform that I'm expecting the train to go to London, Victoria, leave from, comes a sign saying, please stand back from the edge of the platform. The approaching train is not scheduled to stop at this station. So I stand there and I think, okay, fair enough. Where the hell is it heading then? <laughs> so, where is he supposed to go? Straight through Brighton Station? Down West Street and skim across the channel? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, when you sent me that text, I was in a lecture, <laughs> came so close, just bursting out laughing, going, what? <laughs> there have been some other great train announcements yeah, in all time. Two of which spring to mind. Um, First of one? one is, I think, the one we both shared. Uh, standing at Falmer Station, 
Oh, this one happens far too often, but the first time confused the heck out of me. Um, shall I? Yeah. Um, Final Station, there's a slight timing deficiency with the trains. Um, so we were standing, the first time this happened, me and Tim were standing at the uh, train station. Giles doesn't take trains because he hates the bastards. <laughs> they stole money off him. I'm burning. They just ran, they hand them out like candy, these like fines, like 50 quid, 100 quid, 20 quid. It was 20 quid for you. Just like, yeah, you can get community service as well, that's our latest thing, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so that's why Giles doesn't get trains. Um, it's quite a long story short, to be fair. Yes. <laughs> Me and you were standing at the train station. Yeah. And over the announcement comes the message, the train now standing at platform one is the 4-0-whatever-majiggy thing to Brighton. Um, I'm looking straight across the thing and there was no train in sight anywhere. Not a single one. The train now standing up. Where? Where's this train? <laughs> I love the way you looked at the platform. Yeah. And it spun around going, where? Where is the train? It wasn't even I think inside. it was one of those days where I was quite tired and didn't care that I was shouting, where's the train? Quite loudly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the second one, the, the uh, my other one. I don't know your other one. The Pearly Gates? No. My, my second one is uh, a personal favourite. <laughs> It's the uh, the obvious um, equality in the workplace type act thing, where they get the person who can't read to try and make the train announcement. <laughs> this is hilarious. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the guy that's standing there going, "Okay, right." From the first of July, we would like to announce that all Southern Railway stations. And he could tell that he's trying to read each individual word. Was it not just a computer separately. voice thing? No, it wasn't. It was someone reading it out. But he's, he's obviously clearly reading each word separately. But then he gets to the bit that he knows. Like, we would like to thank you for your... And then he gets to the word he doesn't know. Co-operation. And he's like, oh dear. This is equal opportunities in the workplace gone absolutely crazy. The person who can't read is doing the train announcements. Brilliant. Yeah, that's not a job someone who can't <laughs> should get. No. The thing is, the Equal Opportunity Act is often misinterpreted as you're supposed to give the job based on purely on the skill, but they, they do it on an over-deterministic nature in the fact they just give the person who's worse at the job the job, <laughs> or the person who's black or the person who's blind or handicapped. Yeah. They just misinterpret the laws. And yeah, this is it. The person that can't read gets the job of reading out because it's equal opportunity. Because they need someone who's slightly disabled. <laughs> It's like, you can't get, I mean, you, ideally you'd get someone to read it in Queen's English, but nope, nope, we get the random dude who can't speak, let alone read or pronounce any words. Why are presenters on CBBC turning more regionalised? I find they're all Northern, I hate those Northern <laughs> CBBC presenters. They're getting down with the homies, isn't it? I think if children are watching these programmes like five, six hours a day, they should at least, they're going to learn to speak. Like how these fangled chavs are speaking, so they should at least have someone speaking speaking BBC English like me to to present it. We should present children's television. That couldn't possibly go wrong. Indeed, we should. We should present a uh, TV in uh, proper BBC Queen's English. Not quite like that. I'm not sure I can do that. And next on anyway. BBC, see BBC. <laughs> My personal favourite. Um, train announcement, trying to get back onto some kind of topic, comes from, I was heading back home to Aberystwyth, I assume, um, 
because I, I was get I know I was getting a train towards Watford from Brighton. I don't even know where Watford is, but I definitely went through Watford. Isn't that somewhere northwestish of London? Yeah, I think like I was heading up that way and then across to Birmingham and then yeah. across to Ava. So I was waiting for this train, and a lot of trains going inland from Brighton had been cancelled. Nearly all, except my one, quite luckily. However, over the announcement came a uh, message that, again, had me laughing out loud in this train station while I was sitting there by myself. And I got a few looks straight <laughs> until I think they figured out what I was laughing at. The train announcement went as such. We are sorry for the delay on all inland services from this station today. This is due to a fatality at Pearly Gates. What a perfect place to have a fatality. It just, I was sitting there thinking, fatality and pearly gates, they don't have to go far. <laughs> the coincidence of the whole thing, you know. St. Peter at the gates then. Just he was up, already there. Just roll up to me with fire. You don't have to travel today? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just tickled me. Yeah. Look. <laughs> but yeah, that was that. Um... Any other train stories? You know those people with bikes? Yeah. They get on at Falmer <laughs> Station and get off at Moolscombe or London Road or Brighton. That that's You cycle that every day, Darth. How long does it take you? 20 minutes. 20 minute bike ride. The train's only admittedly 8 minutes, but they're usually standing at the platform for 20 minutes waiting for the train. Plus they're 8 minutes slower and they've got to go from the train station to the house when they could have done that normally. Why block up the trains when you've got a bike, it's a sunny day, why put it on the train and hit me with it? As well, they tend to take the, like, the five, six o'clock trains. The busy... They're jam-packed. They have two coaches and they get like the whole of campus stuck on these two coaches. And there's always two people, two with bikes that want to get off. No, no, off. not two, two at every door. <laughs> exactly. want to get Every door that want to get off with their bikes. Why even have a bike if you're going to take it there and get the train back? From campus to town, it's downhill! You can sit on your bike and roll there! I agree. You either take a bike or you take the train. You can't just make an eat your cake and sell it or whatever. <laughs> eat your cake and sell it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, yes, so they bug the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean, if they're going somewhere else afterwards, that's fine. It's downhill, perhaps. But to get on at Falmer and get off at London Road, where if you get off at London Road, you, the only way you're getting on another train that's not going to, work to Brighton, where that train was going, is to go back to bloody Falmer. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you're not going any... Why have the bike? Why have taken the bike there? Lock it up and take it back tomorrow if you're that tired. Well, I don't mean. The other day we was heading back from Falmer and there was... It was one of those stupid... I think... The thing is, they get, like, the um, Express from Ashford International come through. Two coaches... Now, during the day, it's an express. It goes from wherever, right the way through to Brighton. doesn't stop. But Ashford. when it's like, um, I, I think it stops at Lewis, and then it goes express oh, okay. through to Brighton. Yeah. But the thing is, like, at uni kicking out time, it stops every stop in the way. And so everyone tries to cram on this train at, like, five o'clock, or whatever it is. The most part is if you wait seven minutes, you wait seven another minutes, one. The next one pulls in with, like, four carriages. And there's no one waiting at the platform because everyone's just crammed onto this little two-carriage one and then buggered off. So that you, can, you can quite happily wait seven minutes and then get on this nice, luxurious train and there's no one on it. I don't think you can describe those trains as luxurious. I'll draw the line there. Well, those, those southern ones that run, they're the same trains that do the um, 
Lon- uh, Brighton to London Victoria run. Yeah, I know. I was on it the other day. They're luxurious. For trains. For trains. They're luxurious. They're on. I quite they're like Virgin trains. I think they're better. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Do you look I mean, at Slamdale trains like 15, 20 years ago? That was like a dumb hit. Yeah. Obviously, the Welsh if you go trains, back 60 years to when you got the golden era, then obviously trains are better. But... The Welsh yeah. trains, you're lucky if there's not a spring sitting in your ass as you sit down. I don't <laughs> even know where they get springs from. They're made of foam, but there's always one there. Or the, um, the First Capital Connect ones down from... Victoria back down to Brighton again. If you get one of those, you're lucky if the carriage doesn't smell of fish. I've had that mm. on a few occasions. More than once, it smelled of fish. Yeah, you get on. That's it's like bad luck. Has someone got fish and chips in here, or is it just really bad smell? I don't know. It's a bad smell, really. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Mister Squibble. Oh, Mr. Scribble. You know Mr. Scribble. Did you ever read Mr. Scribble? The Return of Mr. Scribble. Mr. Scribble was never a story. It was just Wasn't something. he like Mr. Man or something? No, I made him up. Oh, wasn't there a Mr. Man with Mr. Scribble or something? I just remember there was a pink I might thing. have to look into that for copyright purposes. Was <laughs> 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 it Mr. Tickle? I don't no, know. I, I don't know. I think it was something else. There was just lots of scribbles and he had two arms and two legs and he thought... That's Mr. Tickle. What? Mr. Tickle. No, Mr. Tickle was a big long guy, wasn't he? I he, thought he was a triangle. He stretched really, No, Mr. Tickle was the guy with the big arms. No, this right guy right was right. like a big massive. Oh, no, you're ball. right. That is Mr. Tickle. Yeah, the big lanky guy. Yeah. Yeah, this Mr. Scribble's like a bowl and he's like all scribble. There is a scribbly one as well. Anyway, Mr. Scribble is not a Mr. Man. I made Mr. Scribble up. And I was curious. Um, Tim, do you remember the original Mr. Scribble story? It wasn't wrong. Yeah. It was, yeah. Would was... you like to just. That was the one against the uh, rubber men? The po- Patsy Gomes yeah. thing. No. No, it wasn't quite as exotic <laughs> There as was that. no Apache gunships, I promise you. I think the original Mr. Scribble went on the It was the during the second year stats lectures. Yeah. I drew a scribble, put some legs on it, and wrote, This is Mr. Scribble next to it. <laughs> yeah. And then there was some major fight, which was basically consisting of, This is Mr. Scribble, and this is Mr. Eraser. And he Mr. Eraser, the... that was it. The Eraser Man, or just Mr. Eraser? I can't remember now. You wrote it. I've, written it down. I've got it written down somewhere. No, the, the uh, Amazing Eraser Man, I think. The Amazing Eraser Man. That sounds about right. Yeah, because then the next one would, will get that far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the story of Mr. Scribble was that they had a fight, and Mr. Scribble got, quite predictably, he was made from pencil, got erased. Now, this isn't a proper story, and I'm never going to write it into a proper story, because that's effort. But I did, last term, write properly, full out, with the occasional comic-type panel, The Return of Mr. Scribble, That's which is a good story, what I read of it. It's not, it's not actually never been finished. It's been finished? I've oh, got really? the last little bit to do. I, I built everything up to the last, like, big bit, and I've never quite figured... I, I've kind of got an idea of an ending. But I was wondering if our listeners would like me to see if I could make it, um, put it, like, on computerized and put it as a PDF and chuck it on Facebook. And I'm quite happy to do that. It needs to be finished. Yeah. It's such a... Maybe thing. you have suggestions from the listeners as to how Mr. Scribble should meet his demise. Or oh, no, I know how it's Indeed, happening. Mr. Eraser should meet his demise. It's gone. He died fairly quickly. One Mr. Day. Eraser died. Spoiler okay. alert. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, spoiler alert. Whatever, the new guy, remember? Whatever the new guy, how he meets his demise. Oh, no, that's done too. Sorry. Oh, Mr. Mind. Scribble's the bad guy, I should say. Mr. Scribble's actually evil. Well, yeah, it depends on your standpoint of things, doesn't it? Mr. Scribble is trying to destroy the world by turning everything into a load of mess, so the mess of the mess pushes the Earth out of its orbit and into the sun. Yes, I did physics. <laughs> 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 I 
Um, yeah. So if you want me to, I can write that up. But, you know, I can't be asked. I reckon you should. Bother. I'm going to finish it anyway, but I'll do it on, like, a PDF to make a thingy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Mr. Squibble. Anyways, um, have we talked about what we were doing this evening, then? No, I don't think we have it. We'd like to describe where we went separately, and we just both happened to be there. Beer festival. I think that's the best way to explain it. It's Sussex. Drink! Drink! Sussex campaign for real ale beer festival. Uh, yeah, I had a good selection. Very, very good beers there. Okay, so, at this beer festival we were just at, we made some purchases. Uh, Tim, you should, do you want to describe... I'll describe one, and you tried one, and I'll describe my second one. Because I made two. Yeah. Um, the first... One I would like to describe. They're all T-shirts that we're going to describe. Yeah. The first one I've got is a picture of a kind of a Dalek on a landscape, and the Dalek's melting into it, and it looks like a Salvador Dali type thing. And underneath it says Salvador Dalek. I thought it was genius, uh, and I, I've got that. Um, Tim, yours? Yeah, I spotted your one, oh, the one you got. But when I first turned up, I thought I know who would like that. <laughs> it's just like you've got a Dalek melting in my way. It's like, yeah, I know who'd like that. My one. Um, being a big fan of Motorhead as I am, I spotted this one a mile off. It's used to eat, like the, the typical Motorhead symbol is it says Motorhead in this uh, gothic type font. Underneath, it's got like one of their mascot type guy who's like this like boar sort of thing with big tusks and stuff. But instead of saying Motorhead, they've rewritten it as Pisshead. And the, the boar has got like a pint mug in his hand and he's like taking a drink out of it. I just thought it was genius. Instead of saying Motorhead and had the skull, it was like Pisshead and the skull was drinking a pint. I thought, oh, genius. And my second purchase, which is along the same kind of theme as my first one. Think about it. This is a great way to get Giles involved in that discussion, who wasn't there. Giles, would you like to describe the t-shirt I'm currently wearing? Because I put it on because my other one was all sweaty. Well, it's a, do- it's a the TARDIS um, from Doctor Who. Um... And it's got Winnie the Pooh on it, and Piglet. Piglet just peeping out, and it says Dr. Pooh. It's a play on words from uh, Dr. Who, as it was eloquently explained by Jonathan. <laughs> yes, you going, what the heck's that? <laughs> it's Dr. Pooh, with an H on the end, just to clarify, because it's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, and it said Dr. Who. I thought it was better than the Power of the Dalek one, to be fair. Uh, and I couldn't resist, so I've got my Dr. Pooh shirt on, because my normal shirt was sweaty. I think I even saw that one, though, to be honest. That is a very cool. I, th- I prefer that to the, the Salvador yeah. Dalek one. This was quite well hidden, the, the design. It was up at the. To be fair, they had it. The only one they had up there was in a kiddie size. I went, Have you got that one in a bigger one? It's like, Yeah, I'm like, cool. I'll have the uh, extra large one, please. <laughs> to be fair, extra large wasn't the biggest size they had. I did love the sizing thing. You get kiddie sizes, lady sizes, or medium, large, extra large, or the aptly named Dart Player. Nice. That's so genius. So genius. I thought until we finished, we could talk about video games. Yeah, it was fun because we love them. We play them a lot. So I thought. Continue. I'm going to the opticians at Easter, and if it. My eyes have gone. I'm going to blame video games and try and get some money off them. Not Why can you not see it or something? Well, that's sometimes um, it's quite amusing. <laughs> anyway, video games. <laughs> I thought maybe we could talk about the best type of videos for the kind of thing you want. What do you mean? I, I'm missing the point. The best game to play 
with friends, for instance. Okay, okay. That, that we enjoy most. There's a lot out there. They range from the kind of old school Anaconda Cover Smash Court Tennis where you're hitting bombs back and across the court and it blows up. Great fun. Um, to Buzz, which I know you don't like, but it is a good party game. I admit it is a good party game. Don't like is soft. Positively hate. Tim there. refuses to play because... I don't know why. Well, the quiz game... Do you want to explain what Buzz is? Yeah, okay, well, Buzz... I love Buzz. There's, there's two versions we have of Buzz. Well, you have a Buzz. I have. Uh, one of which is the quiz game, which is pretty self-explanatory. You get asked questions... Describe the controller! Describe the controller! And the controller it has a big red button that you hit... And it the buzz has in. The buzz in, yep. And it has like four different colour other buttons which you select answers with. So there's the quiz game where you can vary from like hitting the big red button to if you know the answer you buzz in quickly and then answer it. And the stealing other people's points one. Or stealing other people's different, points different ones. Different ones you like. There's different ways of doing it, but there's, generally there's a few different rounds that play, but generally like you, you use combinations of different the big bits red on a theme of answer questions. So some of them are like look at pictures of places as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Buzz Junior, which is like variations so on that fun. theme, but there's no questions. You have to like, I don't know. There's no questions, but you play as these monkeys, and you get different challenges. Like one of them, um, different colours come up on the screen. You've got to hit the colours and the coloured buttons oh, in the right order. I hate that one. Or there's um, the ones where you're on these little lily pads going down a stream, and the four monkeys are about, and you throw coconuts at each other. But if you hit a crocodile, they take you off the lily pad, so you can't throw anything for a while. Yeah. And you get points for hitting them more times. The ones where you've like, fallen down and you're holding a big like, bomb and you have to throw it before you hit the floor. They're genius. Yeah. They're quite yeah. strategic, actually, because uh, you have to think, like, yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah, it can be, but I, I don't know. It's just, I you just go around going, but I'm not five! I believe <laughs> yeah. your argument for not playing them. See, with Buzz Junior, I find that is my argument, pretty much. It's like, I, I find it incredibly dull, if I'm honest. And the Buzz quiz game, my problem with it is my knowledge is you know specific to certain areas, i.e. my general knowledge is bollocks. The <laughs> only time I have lost the Buzz game was when me and you were quite drunk and Giles wasn't. <laughs> Glorious day of Smith family. That's the only time I've not won. <laughs> um, so, the big two we play. They both involve the same Italian gay plumber. <laughs> Yeah. And if you don't know who that is, you're not going to understand any of this next bit, so it's <laughs> fine. Um, which, which one would you put on top, and we can rate that one? Or we'll describe that one. Yeah. Mario Kart, the classic. classic. Double Dash. Double Dash. Probably the best Mario Kart there is. I prefer 64, but... I don't know. 64 gives me an epileptic I, fit. It's too fast. It's put, crazy. Oh, it's, the, it's the craziness that I like. I think I'm, I'm getting more towards Double Dash, because I've played it a lot more. I went back to 64 and you can tell it's a bit worse and a bit slower and a bit jumpier in times. Some of the battle modes are probably better on the 64, yeah. I think. Yeah, so, fun. should we talk about the second place one before we go on to Mario Kart? Then? Yeah. Mario Football? Mario Football. I, I enjoy it a lot. It's the most bizarre football game ever. <laughs> yeah. Genius game. Basically, it consists of a five-a-side football game, but you pick um, one of the main Mario characters as your... Or DK. As your... Like Pretty main, much, your captain. Your, your team captain, yeah. and then you pick one of the lesser characters as your like your teammates, and you have four of them. 
So basically, we basically pick okay. um, DK as our team captain. And the Hammer Bros. The Hammer Bros. What I quite like about Marathon Boys is we play together, not against each other. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of teamwork involved. There is, especially when we get all, like, full player. So five of football, the goalkeeper's automated. There's four people playing, so it's basically the whole team. And we each get our own little zones to look after, so Giles and Lewis will be in defence, and me and you up front. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Giles isn't good at holding his position so and very so good at shouting at people when yeah. they make a mistake <laughs> and shaking people I shook you like a year ago Tim and you still haven't got over it it gave me a massive headache That's for like you several hours. Position. You did grab his head and shake it from side to side while shouting at him. You like passed it directly to the city. It was like the semi-finals or something and he got us knocked out. It was ridiculous. Either way, you gave me a headache. Shut up, shut When I tell you to <laughs> shut up, speak up. Don't just dongle it around like a cretin. <laughs> this is the issue with Mario football. It's when someone makes a mistake, they don't get to forget they made a mistake. Not if I'm around anyway. You can't just let people slack about. It's a serious issue. I think that... I would like to say that Giles shouts at me least. That's because John's reasonably good. He does his job. He, he, does, he just sort of... He, I sit in the He gambles. He runs the lines. He can't be prepared to make mistakes. He just he just runs up there and hopes he gets the ball and he I scores. I like to think Giles, He's, uh, John has more experience at football games. Than general, the three of you. Than me. Yeah. At least. Then you. Then Giles. I, I think I watch a lot more football. and I played football a bit until I was like 11. We were made to play it throughout school. I was always up front then in school as well. But that's just because I had a stronger right foot than the keeper was in general. And he would jump out and hit the ball if I shot. <laughs> Jeez, there'd be, you know, on a one-on-one, the keeper's like going, I don't want to stop this! <laughs> you got to love it. Yeah, I was usually in defence, and you'd end up just kicking the person mm-hmm. instead of kicking the ball. And that's why I stopped playing, because I ended up hurting people. Maybe you should go. I feel I'm the playmaker. I'll make the plays up. That is what you Strategy think. 67, whatever. Play it around the wing, run the lines, run the lines again. And then make Tim take your cover in defence because they're breaking <laughs> you Run down the other end of the pitch and like, oh, I'll, I'll cover you in defence. Yeah, so the issue with Mario Football is we do end up shouting at each other quite a bit because we're meant to be working together. But it is good fun. It's, it's a lot of it's very fun. fun. And we can rate, which, no, let's rate, just rate Mario Kart as the best party game. We've got a lot of games to cover. This could take a bit. We do have a lot of games. Um, Mario Kart, everyone knows it pretty much. You drive around on carts, you shoot shells at each other, it's a race to the finish. Bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tumble Dash, interesting, you get two races, you can swap between which one's holding the weapon. Quite yeah. different to play to the earlier ones. It's it quite a good strategy game as well, because like, if you oh. want to get two weapons, you can <laughs> pick one up with one guy, switch to the other guy. And... Not a hard strategy. Really? I don't think there's anyone going, ah, but if I switch them later... <laughs> no, but sometimes if you get like... Like, for example, Giles will get, like, a, a lightning or something. And he'll hold it. And he'll hold it. And then you can... Just before the end, and then it's like lightning everyone with winning. But you, he's got... But then in that case, you've got to be careful not to be hit by yeah. one of the other weapons that gets rid of your weapon. As soon as I see a big green cell, you have to fire it off. Yeah. That's or another lightning in a minute. Yeah. Very enjoyable. 16 tracks, isn't it? Pretty standard tracks. Yeah. 16 fun tracks. And we enjoy it. We play it quite a lot. It's very close between us at the now. These days. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Last time we did 1v1, I won the tournament. But uh, Tim doesn't like to make it. <laughs> yeah. You won, like, been. how many thousands of tournaments won we Rainbow had. Road, you, you, you've won, you beat me three, once. And uh, you like to think you're the champion. After he is the reigning champion. Reigning champion, yeah. Reigning champion. 
beat him like millions of times. You were like King Harold you won one shot championship you in the eye. Fell over Everyone has their off days. I, I have one off day because he doesn't want to risk losing again. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Because I just said it did. 95. 95. Well, this is that much of a classic. I'm willing to put it out there. 95. Yeah, it's good. So I'm going to give it 93. See, I think it needs more tracks. More yeah. tracks would be good. It could I be mean, 16 is a fairly hefty amount of tracks. They're all completely I original. would quite also like it if anyone, if you could choose the same character someone else has chosen. Yeah, that would be because the three of between the three of us, there are five characters we want, and we have to choose six. And we so have, when we play, someone always picks someone they didn't want. And we all have different someone. people that we we like. And what's your optimum? Mushroom and a, a, a mushroom and a shella. Keeper and Tim likes a, a mu- he don't he doesn't like mushrooms. He likes a big green guy. A and a shella. Baby and be, uh, baby Bowser and Cooper. Yeah. Cooper. And I get Cooper and a mushroom. And you get a Cooper and a mushroom. Yeah, I, I prefer two mushrooms, but I mean. You know. And he wants two mushrooms, so it doesn't quite work. It kind of overlaps. It should be because it's a it's a competitive game. Well, actually, it's completely uncompetitive because there's so many slants. Whoever's in the lead gets a massive disadvantage. But that's the general thing. To be fair, last time we played, I was winning almost every race quite a long way through, and then got completely blasted out of it and came last. It was so irritating. It's like three or four races in a row that you got blue shells, then lightning, then red shells. Right on the line, (laughs) this far from the end, I went from first to last. By being hit with three super weapons and a blue fucking green. Like, no! <laughs> like three or four races in a row, you were just mullered right on the line. That mm, no, can be frustrating, elements. That's the luck of the draw, was what weapons you get, to be honest. And I was not having a good day in terms of that. I've been there, I've been taking it out, like, I mean, you're winning and you get a blue shell like three or four times. It's like, damn it! <laughs> so yeah, there was that frustration element. You said 93, you said 95. I'm not going to be that generous. Yeah. I think there are better computer games. But we rate, party games, no, but I think rating in terms of computer games. I thought games. you said we rate in terms of party games. It's a party game, but we're rating in terms of computer games. Oh, uh, I was confused. Are you changing your rating from 93? No, can I give it 90? You can give it 90. Okay. I was going to go for like a 83, I thought. Okay. I What's do enjoy it a lot. 88, roughly? 85, yeah. 83, 85. Or 89. I just think, how, how, considering how much we play it and we still like it, we must have played like hours and hours. Yeah. Spent yeah. more time with it than we have on our degree, basically. <laughs> we basically got a degree of math, or maths. Like, maths so. with a minor of Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really oh, playable I wish I could game. get that degree. <laughs> yeah. It is very playable. There's not many multi- Not as playable as you think, though, because several times I've gone to Tim, do you want to play Mario Kart? He's like, no, I'm done. That's only recently, because I have been... It's usually old. after at least... Getting old, I can't quite hack two cups in a row. Say you're getting old, I went to London, as you know, because I went with you. Went to London the other day, there were now four musicals in London I want to see, and then I felt old. <laughs> and then we went to that gig, which admittedly was a real big Fifth Street Manifesto gig, I should have seen that most people there would be 18 or under. But I didn't expect to tower quite so much over people, and I felt old again. I'm only 20 and I'm feeling old, that's not a good thing. I just looked everywhere, I could just see teenagers jumping around like maniacs, and I'm like, Oh, there was that great kid that looked about 15. I told you about this, you didn't see <laughs> yeah. it. He looked about 15, and he had something in a shot glass which looked like it could be like Sambuca or something, and he was sipping it! <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face was just genius. It was just a sip, and I... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think, what are you playing Damn at? it, you muppet! <laughs> if 
you're not going to do that properly, give it here, you muppet. <laughs> <laughs> So, wrapping up, um, what I will say is check out our Facebook page, join the group, it's uh, We Listen to All Geek No Chic, it's a Facebook group. Yeah. You can find us by searching for All Geek No Chic in Facebook, or by clicking on any of our profiles. If you listen to this, you probably are on the group anyway, but uh, enjoy it. Um, we, we've added some videos up there. If you have any pictures of any of us, feel free to check them up, including pictures of Dave. We're quite happy. Put them up. Or any picture of anything we're talking about, even. We don't care. Just chuck a bunch of stuff on there. There's a couple of videos on there. There's a video of Card Tower. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, there's a video of me playing with the Moolah when it was brand new. Intense stuff, that. Love the Moolah. I feel like I rated it harshly. <laughs> but it's the rating it got, and that's the rating it'll stick with. Unfortunately. Until we get Moolah Mark II. <laughs> I went into a bank the other day. It had a huge one. Oh. And I was standing next to Kyla going, uh, can, I, can we take that? Can we take that one? It's got like six wires. And one of them just this big spirally thing that goes well high and comes back down. And she said we couldn't steal it, basically. And the bank person said I couldn't have it when I asked. They were useless as well. But anyway, that's another story. Um, so yeah, feel free to chuck some stuff up there if it involves us in any kind of way. Uh, anything you want us to talk about, you can put on there. You can email us at allgeeknochic at gmail.com. Don't forget to say if you want Mr. Scribble made or not, because, frankly, if you don't, I can't be asked. Well, I quite know Mr. Scribble can made, to be honest. That's one vote. If <laughs> we get five, I'll do it. So, well, another people, four. We need your votes, come on. Tim wants to see how it ends. Votes. I don't really want to end. It's actually the return of Mr. Scribble. And it's got some nice little... It's got crazy scientists... Who aren't quite all there. It's got an evil robot type thing. Um, an underappreciated coffee boy. Um, destruction, action, adventure, revenge. Not a love story in it though. Anyway, so if you want that made, we need another four people to say so. Anything you think we should talk about, Dallas? We mentioned YouTube? Okay. Yeah, YouTube's up there. www.youtube.com www.youtube.com slash 98smithg And we're done. Goodbye from Tim. Do you ever think we're turning into Morgan and Wyatt type thing for this? It's goodbye from him and it's goodbye from me. Not the 9 o'clock news or Morgan? It's some kind of problem. Anyway, goodbye from Tim. Oh, we've done that. Goodbye from Giles. Goodbye from Giles. Goodbye from Giles. And it's goodbye from me. See you, pals.